The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. Let me tell you about who deserves a shot in the United States. I'm the champion. I ought to know. You know, I've been sizing up guys since I came to the WCW. And I think the one guy that stands out the most, the guy that I think has earned the title shot, El Dandy, I think you're a heck of a wrestler. You're a great technician in the ring, and you're a jam-up guy. Whoa. I don't see any reason. Wait a minute. El Dandy has been wrestling in, in, in the cruiserweight division here. Please. He's a great wrestler. He's a great wrestler, but thank goodness sakes, he's 50 pounds. Who are you to, to, to doubt El Dandy? This guy's a serious professional. Well, let's talk about some serious how about Let's get to psychosis, psychosis, whatever. He's a great wrestler, you know. Hello, and welcome to the broadcast. I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and I'm joined by our broadcast co-host, Mr. Mo to the underscore Reese. What's going on, Mo? What's going on, folks? It's Wednesday, and we are here to give you commentary with color. That's right. That's right. We're joined by the broadcast correspondent, Mr. Samuel Galoon. What's going on, Sam? How's it going, everybody? And we're joined by a special guest tonight. Joining us is Miss Lyric. How are you, Miss Lyric? Doing good. <laughs> Give the people some uh, information about yourself where they can follow you on Twitter and all those good things. Uh, Lyric I Love on Twitter. Lyric I Love 95 on Instagram. <laughs> Wait, that's how you say that? I've been saying AI love, like you love AI or something. No, I hate AI. <laughs> Either artificial intelligence or Allen Iverson. What are those two? No, I love Allen Iverson. Oh, oh, it is. That's the answer I was looking for. <laughs> <laughs> Do you see him at the Hall of Fame this past week? In the bright sure still pressed. <laughs> Showing up in the D-Wade suit. Yep. That's pretty cool. Well, Lyric, we're glad that you could join us once again here on the Rawcast. Thank you to everybody who's tuning in to this edition of the Rawcast. Thank you for listening to the CSPN. You can find us on the web at CSPN.us. You can also find us through Stitcher, which is going away, by the way, at the end of the month. It is? iTunes. Yep. yep. Damn. It's a bit error. Yep. iTunes, Spotify, the rest of those places. Just search for the Rawcast dash to CSPN. And subscribe to the logo with the new thing. Hold on, I cast sign. And don't forget, you can always listen to us on Zoom. That's never going away. <laughs> right. Zoom. We, we have a Zoom link now. <laughs> so, um, yeah, this is y'all's show. Because, like I said, I've been out of town. I've been, I had no power. So, I haven't seen or caught up on any of the WWE uh, shenanigans from Friday or Monday. So uh, so you didn't see the... Whoever wants to have it. Well, why don't you fill him in on, him in on what happened on Friday? Um, I mean, on the, on the, the bloodline. SmackDown was preempted here. And oh, because y'all had the game. That's right. What game? The Ravens game? Preempted? No, Ravens game? Ravens game was on um, our other local channel. Oh, okay. No, that was that, that was on Saturday though. Um that game came that came on Saturday but Friday prepared for whatever reason because folks was like hit me up, asked me was um was I watching 
SmackDown. And I was like, no, nah, I was going to, I was um, to my grandmother. And so all of a sudden, I started seeing the Jay Uso tweets. And I was like, let me, let me just not watch this right now because I want to see that going on. So the main thing was, came out there, Jimmy um, basically, you know, Roman was saying he owes Jimmy, you know, he's the right-hand man, and Jimmy was saying that the reason why he did that was because of him. And that is the So Jay comes out there, and he was like, Jimmy was like, oh, you know, the reason why I, stopped, I, I interfered is because if you became the tribal chief, you'd have been um, acting like him. It was like the cycle would have started all over again. Yeah. That's basically what he was saying. And so, you know, he, um, he basically some fighting occurred, super kicks and shit happened. Um, super kick Roman, um, Solo got super Who super kicked Roman? Jay? Yeah, Jay, yeah, Jay, Jay, because Jimmy, Jimmy walked away already. Yeah, Jimmy, because he was like, he was like, you know, walking somewhere, um, he walked away and he had his head down and everything. So, mm. um, Jay super kicked Roman. Solo trying to get him back. He super kicked um, um, Solo. And then um, Roman hit a Superman punch. But Jay recovered and hit him with the spear. So he calls down Jimmy. He's like, Jimmy, he was like, come here. And Jimmy thought everything was all cool. Everything was all good. So he got close to him. That leg went up and he was eating tennis shoes and he sold that super kick like a pro. No, at first Jimmy came out and he had his arms out like he was about to hug him. So Jimmy was yeah, like, okay. he, 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 he learned the men like, yeah, we it's, it's us. And then next thing you know, boom. <laughs> that he got kicked in the face and he was out. And then that's when Jimmy looked at the camera and said, Hey, Jay. I'm about to bloodline. I'm on smack down. Yeah, just I said Jay looked at the camera. You said Jimmy. I said Jay. Okay. We're going to run the tape back. We're going to run the tape back. I, I, I believe you. I believe you. Go ahead. Okay, Go Stephen ahead. A. <laughs> so, so, um, so Jay looked at the camera and said, you know, I'm on the bloodline. I'm on SmackDown. And I'm on WWE. Ooses. Um, deuces, ooses. I was like, and that's what yeah, Corey Gray. Yeah, he went out to the crowd. Yeah, he did the CM Punk, I'm leaving through the crowd thing. Deuces, ooses? Deuces, ooses. That's what he said. I might have, to, might have to start using that one. <laughs> and, you know, that was, that was the end of that. That's what I should have, what I should have told my ex. <laughs> she stabbed you, have stabbed you for that. You, yeah, you yeah, yeah, I think that, I think that would have deserved a stab. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, Raven Studio is the United States champion. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What happened to Santos Escobar? So, um, you know, beatdown happened. You know, they, he got beat down. He pulled, a Hogan at, he pulled a Hogan at WrestleMania 9. Right. He got beat down the first okay. time. He, he got beat down by who? Austin Theory. Uh, well, yeah, it was Austin Theory, yeah. Then he oh, theory out here perpetually trying to get to. Yeah, he was he was good enough. He was going to go and go through the match, and then he got beat down again. And so that's when um Ray came out there and he looked at Ray the second time. Awesome theory, theory again. Oh damn! Two beats in one night. Right. So he comes out there 
and he um he comes out and he um and so Ray comes out there and checks on him he, and he looks at Ray and tells Ray to go through the match and so Ray goes over there and wrestles and Ray gets the win. Well, so much for establishing a new la- la- Latino superstar, right? Let's just recycle the old one we always have. Right. So, what are you talking about? Dom, Dom is, is going to get over soon as, as a new Latino superstar. <laughs> hey, like, to, to, be, to be real, he might be a double champion soon. Right. Cause... Because I don't, I don't see Ray holding on to that very long. Nah, not with um, LA Knight saying he wants to be champion. Wow, that was a swerve. So strict. I just, <laughs> just knew. It. Yeah, I just knew it was going to be Santos. Yeah, I, I'm telling you, just like just just play back that WrestleMania Nine Hogan thing. That that that's pretty much pretty much what happened. Damn. All, all he all he needed was a Mr. Fuji in there to challenge him. <laughs> Did uh, EO have a celebration? Um. Oh, uh, they beat somebody else down, didn't they? Yeah, they, um, it was a whole, it was some stuff that happened with them. Um, did Shotzi appear? Uh, no Shotzi. Hmm. Which would have been nice, you know, but. They say, no, no, no Zaya Leah? No Zaya Leah, no. No Zaya Leah. No, I mean, Sam was a pop, if, if that was a bad thing. Look, uh, t- Twitter would have would have been Twitter would have exploded. Well, my Twitter would have exploded. <laughs> we have seen some Zaya Leah. Is Aaliyah still hurt? She she's recovered, but you know they the whole that you know that we free up has nothing for you. Pretty yeah, uh, pretty much. Really, when they were doing that, Aaliyah three seventeen. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Larry, did you watch SmackDown? Uh, I watched. The bloodline segments, and I think that was all I want. See what happens. See what happens. This is what the, she's a demo. She she's a spiking the demo. Yeah, she, she's a, she's a demo that they that they that they are are reaching. <laughs> I will say, like after SummerSlam, I was like, "Oh, the bloodline storyline is done. I'm sick of it." And then SmackDown had, I was like, "Dang it, they got me." <laughs> <laughs> See, there's a lot of people who aren't too happy with how this, um, how SummerSlam turned out. Apparently, you know. So, I mean, do they really think they're going to put the belt on on Jay? There's people hoping that that was going to at least get a short run. Hey, I, hey, I, it was times I wanted Roman to lose, and Don was sitting there saying, "That's a loss for you." <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like when I was younger and I was playing No Mercy, and it'll be like a triple threat match. And like there was like no end to them because the other person would keep uh, breaking up the pain. And at some point, I just, I just, I just, <laughs> I just bit one, uh, took one for the team, and I just like cutting myself out. Like, nope, because this is gonna go on forever. You did a, you did a Gal Kim. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. You know what? Fuck damn this! I'm gonna just leave out the ring and. Is no mercy still the uh, the best? It's still number one. What are you talking about? Game ever? It's still the greatest of all time. Yeah. They, they say that they patterned uh, the AEW game after it, but I haven't played it, so I don't know. Because I think it's made, by, I think it's made by the same team. I think. The only thing they patterned after it was the look of it. It looks like you know has that old school. Well, from what I heard, it's made by the same team, so I have no idea. Lyric, this, this is your more, this is more your field. Have you played this? 
that. Have I played Fight Forever? No, I haven't yeah. played Fight Forever. But I know. Is there like, anybody played, at uh, at uh, Iron Lords that played it that you know of? Is there anybody Chris probably? Oh yeah, he was the wrestling guy, wasn't he? Yeah, but I know I read. You know, Ukes THQ is who made it, so it probably has that. I thought it was, see, I thought it was a, 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 a Aki or whatever. I thought they made it. No, it's Ukes and THQ. Oh, okay, well then never mind now. Because if it Aki had made it, Aki would have kept it kept it exactly alike. Yeah, so it's more like SmackDown versus Raw style. Uh. <laughs> um. Oh yeah. So also on SmackDown, you had LA Knight versus Sheamus. Again? Yes. Damn. Come on, Triple H. Wait, wait, wait. All right, that's, my bad. that's not, that's, never mind. Scratch that, because. Wait, wait, what's well, the name of the show? Well, Edge came out and said he wanted to wrestle Sheamus because they're best friends or whatever. Are they best friends? Apparently. Is this his retirement match? Apparently so. This is for, this is for uh, Word of the Street is. I, I guess because cause it, could, it couldn't get Christian, I guess. Well, he's going to be in Toronto, so, you know. SmackDown's going to be in Toronto on Friday, so. Hey, Christian going to pull a, a DX and just pull up. Yeah, right. <laughs> they won't let me in. Hmm. He'll be in the crowd. Yeah, he'll be like, they won't let me in. They, they, he's like, I'm trying to get in. They won't let me in. Did, did you ever hear TDP's point of view from that segment? He said that like, he saw them at the gate, and he's like, hey, guys, what are you doing? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> It's like looking out your high school window and seeing your best friend that's from the other high school on the other side of town. <laughs> that's exactly what it is, right? <laughs> I'm saying that would have been that, see, if they would have let that let that go down. That, like I said, we've been talking about that, still talking about that. Apparently, Hall Nash and the other boys were like trying to like get, get the leave. Game. Yeah, they were trying to get out the gate, and they were like, "Nope, nope." What were they gonna do when they got out there? Hug them? They probably just been like, you know, just busted and everything. It has been like you have been seeing the other show on the other on the thing. It has been, been my CTV, and I've got WWE the ratings. Yeah, because yeah, I wasn't on WCWTV at all. It was all good. Yeah, that's what the then the Young Bucks tried to spoof it off when AEW started. <laughs> I still like the like, WWF's greatest. The weirdest thing was it, to convince everyone that WCW was giving away tickets. <laughs> so they tried to say, hey, we give away tickets. Like, what? <laughs> like, yes, we um, Anything with Charlotte or Binky? I think that's who they, who Damage Control crashed on. I don't know. I don't There's certain things that I remember, certain things that I just fell asleep on. Well, but I remember they did they did crash somebody's party. Vicky is definitely looking like she wants to turn head because she got she put some color in that braid. Oh, oh! Anything happen with the street business? I have not seen anything with the street business, and I do not like that name. So, <laughs> you don't like street. Oh, okay, that hurts. What you want to call? Her profits. Her profits. You're still. You got you got something to offer up since you don't like street business. Nah, I do like that. Our, that our Ronnie Day called them. So they try to be like Shelton and Cedric. Yeah, he, do, <laughs> he doing the he doing the Stone Cold. I hate it. 
Okay, Steve, you got anything better? Nope, but I know I don't like it. <laughs> Somebody said MVP be texting people like, what size suit you wear? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, so, no, so LA Knight wrestled top dollar. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I like how Corey Graves was like, Michael Cole's BFF. <laughs> Yeah, he's been going through um he's been going through street prop I mean um hit road past like couple of weeks. Right. Like three weeks or so they've been having an ongoing thing. So I told you Ray won the United States title. Um I'll be right back with one second. Alright. Edge Edge challenge with Seamus. Um then you had the um Charlotte and Oscar week um Midnight there on um, robbery, and that's when damage the um, yes, damage stroke came out, and the cola tie still kept being kept on TV, so that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, AJ Styles and Karrion Cross aren't done with that feud yet. Golly, the feud that won't end, right? When are they gonna have their proper this is it match? I don't know because they because they keep having these little like skirmishes, right. but they ain't had no like leave me alone, <laughs> on type. Who? So um, well, um, Cross and AJ. Oh. Um, and so Edge. So this this is like Edge's twenty fifth um twenty fifth get twenty get twenty five get anniversary celebration for, for um this week. So he wants to um. He wants to have a match with Sheamus. Okay. If you what's they saying? He wants to have a match with Sheamus. So because they, they never they never they never had a match together. Before. Oh, okay. All right. Well, hey, it's it's your world. They say Bobby Lashley and the Street Fighters have decided there's a lot of power and success to be had, and together they can take what they want and give nothing back. And look good, look damn good doing it. So that's what they're going to do. But they still don't have an official name for themselves yet. No, they just look good in their suits and everything. No, Zelina Vega, she was busy uh, tending to her cat. Like, no joke, that's what she was doing. Apparently, apparently she had left her cat in a vet kennel or something, and they pretty much. Um, just um, what's the word? Yeah, you don't ever if you if you don't if you don't have to, I would advise no one to board their animals. If you can leave them with a family, yeah, they they pretty much just like um, ignored them, ignored the cat, and just yeah. and so yeah, there was a whole thing on on her Instagram about that. Yeah, definitely, I would advise you to to not board your animals. They will come back to you far worse than. So it's a, if it's a, that's a common thing, why isn't there more? Like regulation on something like that. Good question. Uh, because it's it's kind of like a daycare, you know? mm. and everybody has to. They have you know like shifts, so you know we're gonna take this set out now, and we're gonna feed them now, and all this, and it's not based off of like your schedule. Like if you take your dog to your cousin's house, you can say, "Hey, feed him at six, take him out at eight, take him out at ten, he'll be fine," you know. But um, yeah, it was 
Morning's not the not the way to go. All right, so you got me up to date on SmackDown. I appreciate it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you to everybody who shared their commentary with color. I'll go back and read those tweets and, and get a good laugh. And so that brings us up to Mr. Samuel Kalunga and Monday Night Raw. Alrighty, Monday Night Raw, live from Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada. Wow, you got it right. Yeah. Well, they told us about 80,000 times. Yeah. It, where, right. Where they were <laughs> Every time I hear Winnipeg, all I can picture is Jericho being like, go back to Toronto. He's like, I'm from Winnipeg, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> no, there was a there was a, a TV show like a few years ago based in Winnipeg uh, about this husky kid that was like just going through life. And it was just really funny. But like the theme song was a song called I Hate Winnipeg. <laughs> A husky kid going through. <laughs> it was a teenager. It was just chubby teenager, and like his mom buy him like the husky pants and stuff. It was just, it was just so weird. It was just like he was his life. Was the husky hair story? Was it? It might as well, it should, it might as well have been. I'll, I'll Google it later. But it was just, it was, it was a really funny show. But it was on. It was one of those, it was one of those CBC shows, those Canada shows. Yo, they on the low. They had some actually some some pretty decent shows. There was a Luke Perry joint that they had that I thought was pretty good. Yeah, I was definitely my Friday nights was definitely watching Nog and watching Degrassi and the other little shows and things like that. So, you know. well, I remember the theme is like I hate Winnipeg. Anyway, <laughs> Judgment Day comes down to cut a boring twenty-minute promo. Things haven't been going their way lately. Communications have been an issue, especially at SummerSlam. And last week in the main event, Damien is upset that Finn isn't there. Damien starts to air their laundry to the others. J.D. McDonough comes down. He says he has a message from Finn. He says to worry about the real targets, Sami Zayn and Cody Rhodes. Rhea stops him in his tracks and tells him they don't take orders from him. The crowd boos the hell out of Dominic when he grabs a mic. J.D. says he was deli- just delivering a message and he meant no disrespect. Rhea tells J.D. to tell Finn that they need to talk. Sami Zayn comes down. J.D. rushes him and Sami gets a hold of him. Sami climbs up on the apron. Judgment Day invite him into the ring. Sami thinks about it and instead goes after J.D., JD gets the upper hand and rams his elbow into the ring post as Judgment Day slinks away. So, Don, did you see any of this? I saw that. Okay. The first 20-minute promo. Uh, the, uh, the boring 20-minute tw- uh, promo? Yeah, talking, Sammy <laughs> rushing, JD, and them, gim- them getting in the fight around the ring. And then after that, nothing. All right, so then we head to our opening match. Sammy Zane okay, versus... Cool for everyone um, calling him Blackhead. You know, I'm thankful for that. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan Devlin McDonough? Yeah. Because um, Simi was like, Blackhead. I was like, yes, it's catching on. <laughs> if Simi's still, if Simi's using your nickname, it's like, it's catching on. No, I like the Queen Mel, was it Queen Mel Mindy that had the, the gif of like the Blackhead from Gold. Oh, yeah, she's the only Blackhead I know. He's the only Blackhead I know. <laughs> and I was like, what about Charlie Brown? He was Blackhead. <laughs> I just like the way Damien kept looking at JD like Finn has sent his side chick to talk to him or something. <laughs> he was like, he was, he was, I mean, you saw Damien get mad. He was like, yeah, but Finn's not here. And Rick kept like, don't do this. Don't, don't you do it. Kind of like Sam's head when he hears, um, Heaven's only a place for whatever. And he wants to start saying about being up late on Wednesday oh, night. It came on tonight when I was at the bar. Oh my gosh! <laughs> what? What are you talking about? Heaven is. Oh, <laughs> were, you, were you really like? Don't do it! Don't do it! I was, 
He was tempted to grab that mic. He was looking, but it was, I mean, I like, I mean, yes, it was a long segment. Well, it wasn't that long, well, it was a long 20 minute segment, but I mean, it set the tone for what went on for the rest of the show. But yeah, Lyric, you are right. Like, every time, every time JD appears on screen, Damien looks at him like he just wants to murder him. Like, how dare you? <laughs> why, Dom, are you why are you here? <laughs> right. And Dom and Rhea are looking like their parents are arguing in front oh, of Oh, yeah, they do. They look at him like, Oh, mom and dad are fighting again. They just stay in the right. back. They just stay in the background. Somebody needs to make a compilation of Judgment Day fights and put that pink song "Family Portrait" over it. Oh no! Oh, that would be good. All right, Sami Zayn versus JD McDonough. See, so like he's gonna, of course, he's gonna join Judgment Day. His name, JD Judgment Day, is in his name, JD. Yeah. And like I say, he's done being on main event, so he's like, right. you know, <laughs> yeah, I'm done with main event. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to go. Yeah. <laughs> Jordan, Jordan, Jordan Devlin did the uh, 50 Cent when he pulls off in the car, the, the gift. Yeah. He's smiling and he pulled off. That's what he did to um, Apollo Crews and um, Tazawa. When he left main event. He said, I'm a main character now. <laughs> right. Right. He said they have they have they have the creative had something for me. I don't know about y'all too, but <laughs> bye bye, bitch. He's like, he's like you don't need the catering to any me. You like save me like good catering food, bro. <laughs> but uh, what was I saying? Dang it, it's not important. Anyway, so this match was made official during the commercial break. Uh, oh yeah, I was gonna say. So who would y'all have rather rather seen in, in Judgment Day, JD or Ricochet? JD, JD fits the part because and he won't and he won't be losing as many matches, you know. <laughs> right. All right. So this match was made official during the commercial break. Cole announces that Zayn is suffering from bursitis. See, Don called it. See. Yeah. Uh, so I haven't seen old JD wrestle in a while. He's good. Sammy during the match seems to be having trouble with his elbow, which JD keeps attacking. Sammy makes a comeback, but then Finn comes down. He darts towards Sammy, but then backs away. JD takes advantage of the distraction, but gets a two-count only. And he moonsaults on Zayn, but Zayn gets the boots up. He takes out Finn on the apron, hits JD with a halluva kick, and gets the victory. Finn is pissed as he tries to attack Sammy in the ring, but Sammy gets away. Alright. Chelsea Green is backstage getting on to Adam Pierce about him trying to take her tag titles away. This was funny. This was funny. Hear about this. Chelsea suggests this auditioning a new tag team partner, and her segment will be called Chelsea's Got Talent. Uh, Casey and, and Katana. I'm, I'm thinking, huh? like, now I'm saying he think like this would actually be a good segment, kind of did, like you know for this to go on. Boy. It's kind of like tough enough. Right. Exactly. Tough enough. But yeah. What was that name right. like the, with the bootleg superheroes, uh, Mystery Man? Did you see Mystery Men when yeah. they were auditioning, auditioning superheroes? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you mean when Dane Cook showed up for no apparent reason? <laughs> right. I I like that they that they made fun of that in the Deadpool movie when he was auditioning a new team. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Piper Niven. Okay, so Casey and Katana interrupt. Piper Niven bum rushes Katana. <laughs> she just smacks her in the face. Casey is just like what the Brand hell? Plaster. 
I've heard him in Bum Rushes Katana and then announced it to Chelsea that she is her new partner. And Chelsea, did you like, claim the other belt? Yeah, she just took yeah, it. She just took it, it off. Was, her. It was she, she was like, she's like, she was like, I'm getting you tag team partner. And she goes, oh no, she's like, you know, leave your phone number, you want to do auditions, just leave your phone number or something else. She's like, you don't understand. I'm your tag team partner, took the belt. My tag team title. <laughs> she said, I'm the tag team champions. Right, yes. I am the tag team champions. I'm gonna have to see this because I, I love me some Chelsea. Agree. Poor, poor, I'm glad they. Poor Sonya Deville's gonna cry in the car. I'm glad right. they didn't strip her of the belts because I mean she's had such a tough. Yeah, I'm just like WWE. And she's so good in this this Karen role, complaint department role. Oh, y'all didn't see her in, in GCW. She was really good there, playing the playing up this part. Did y'all see this? Did you, did y'all see? No, not in, no, I'm not in GCW. I mean, you're right, but like, I enjoyed watching her and Zack Ryder interact in GCW. It was great. They had like this whole wedding thing going on. It was funny. Do y'all think Zack Ryder going to do the Cody Rhodes light and come back as a main eventer? Kind of. In NWA, no. maybe. In, in TNA, maybe. <laughs> He's doing more than NBC's ever done in WWE. So I mean, yeah, I mean, no. I doubt he's ever coming. I mean, like, you know how I know he's not coming back because when they interviewed him for the Cody doc, they named they, they listed him as Matt Cardona. Oh shit! Is that government name only? <laughs> yeah. Alrighty, so uh, it was just, you know, and also it was just like, why would you want to come back and make such a big doing much better on the NBC's right. done in WWE? He's making his in these, yeah. He's trying to make you a focal point, WWE. I mean, that's the... That's the Where, he, got himself, he, got him, he got himself over WWE with the... Um, the oh, yeah, with, with the YouTube, the the show, YouTube story. Show, yeah. yeah, he got himself over with that. And then WWE was like, oh, hell. <laughs> Remember when he was, like, climbing the fence and they were, he was climbing the fence and they were like, Zach, what are you doing? I'm trying to get over! <laughs> <laughs> I remember when John Cena made a appearance. He's like, John Cena's on my show. <laughs> it was one time he had made a um, he had made a um, uh, he had a, he was like, I've been more over than I've ever been in my WWE career. I was like, that's true. So, yeah, because he was the first one that embraced social media. Right, this exactly. before everybody. This was before everybody had a Twitter handle. This was before right. WWE did that stupid. Oh, tout. <laughs> I remember oh like a bunch God. of us on the wrestling <laughs> on the wrestling forums were, were getting touts just to make fun of it. Man, you talk about uh, man, WWE waste money, boy. That was and they actually and they actually Stephanie was on like the border was on that border something like that, and and it was like tout. I was like tout ain't gonna last. It, it, it's not. The the name ain't even cool enough to last. No, because wasn't it named after like athletic wear or something? Tout. Well, tout is like a sports betting thing, I think. No, that was um, I forgot what the, the sports thing because no people I had... people who uh, do sports betting like the, or the people who advise on sports betting are they called touts? Yeah, yeah they are. And they were they were and you know they trying to get sports betting to be um, legal for wrestling as that's going to be vir- virtually impossible. <laughs> <laughs> 
Alrighty, so Byron Saxton and his facial hair interview Cody Rhodes. Oh my god, man. he's going uh, to bed. <laughs> he's trying to be like Vince. He's trying to be like his hero, Vince McMahon. <laughs> okay, so you. <laughs> now, I always, I always, every time I see Vince, I be like Victor McMahon because he looks like he's Manning. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. Uh, Interview Cody Rhodes about Finn Balor. He says he admires Finn Balor for his leadership roles in WWE and everywhere else. He goes down the list of Judgment Day members and all their accolades, including Dom being submissive. <laughs> I cackle when he said that. He says he is ready for Judgment Day. Yeah, he actually said that Dom, Dom is submissive. Yes. Yes, he said Dom was submissive. I laughed so hard when he said that. <laughs> the thing is, he is, but anybody will look at Rhea Ripley and be like, no, I get it. Right, exactly. Like, you know, I'm like, I, I get it, bro. <laughs> no, see, see, when it comes to women like her, Jay Cargo, I'm the other way. I, I want to climb that tree. I'm just saying. <laughs> it's funny because every time... Trying to climb Jay Cargo. Every time Rhea Ripley pins somebody, somebody screen caps and puts it on Twitter, and they're like, mm, I need that. Oh, go look at the go look at the go look at her subreddit. It's uh, it's 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 all it is. It's just that yes. and her and her uh, cakes. Yeah, it's funny. Somebody said Buddy Murphy proposed because he got sick of the Dom jokes in his Instagram yeah. comments. He definitely, he definitely was like the pre felt the pressure. I'm like, but Dom already announced his engagement at the end of last year, so the pressure was on. He was like, he's like, nah. He was like, I can't do this. <laughs> He, said, he, was t- he was tired of the raps. That's what it was. <laughs> he was tired of Max Caster rap um, getting on the internet and match. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, he's ready for Judgment Day. Imperium comes down. Gunther stands atop the announce table and say, takes in the booze. I remember when he did this. Michael Cole was like, "So is this like his his uh his podium now or something?" Right. <laughs> uh, he makes fun of Winnipeg and addresses Chad Gable. Chad is a great athlete, possibly one of the best in WWE, but he has not achieved what Gunther has. Alpha Academy come down. Chad says Gunther has been counting down the days until he is the longest reigning IC champ, but he wasn't counting on Chad Gable. He talks about Vinci and how he's about to get a lesson from Gable. Uh, Ludwig Kaiser says Vinci will embarrass Gable, just like Kaiser embarrassed Otis last week. He tells Maxine that she should surround herself with some European elegance. Alpha Academy is a sinking ship, but Ludwig Kaiser is there reaching out his hand to her, and he should let him save her, or let the 360-pound anchor weigh her down. It's uh, like that. Uh, Maxine slaps him, and Gable and Otis laugh. All right, Chad Gable versus Giovanni Vinci. Uh, great match. On the outside, Kaiser keeps making googly eyes at Maxine. Uh, Vinci gives Gable a Gunther-like chop that made his soul leave his body. Uh, Chad Gable hits Chaos Theory and gets the, the W. Gunther is annoyed. Gunther climbs atop the in-house table once again and calls out Otis to a match right now. All right, Otis. Gunther huh? versus Big Otis? Yeah. He yeah. Wants, he... uh, damn, I missed this one. Yeah. So well, the two men lock up in a test of strength. Gunther chops and attacks Otis. Otis begins to tear Ebola up. Was a mess <laughs> uh, but Gunther puts a stop to it. The two chop at each other. It's one of them big men slapping meat matches. <laughs> big, big mini men. 
slapping me. It's a Big E special. Big E special. There you go. The big, it's the Big E special. So Otis hits a caterpillar, but is met with a boot to the face. Gunther then power bombs Otis for the one, two, three. Immediately after the bell rings, Gable rushes into the ring. It's a belly to back suplex Gunther as he rolls out of the ring. The two teams smack talk each other as Imperium backs off toward the stage. All right, this is getting this is getting good. This is impressive. This is getting good. Gunther power bomb Otis. Right. And Gable gave him the back. Yeah, belly to back. Two segments. Two segments. I got to watch now. Yeah, this is actually very entertaining now. Like I'm actually invested in this. <laughs> They, they kept talking about how so he was, um he's supposed to be the the, the longest reign in, in the Continental Champion. I say they're not gonna mention the Honky Tonk Man. They have not mentioned that man at all. They not, I was like, you're not gonna mention Honky Tonk. Is he is he on bad terms? Honky Tonk Man probably going demand royalties. That's <laughs> <laughs> right. He one of them. He one of them. Um, those old school wrestlers from the eight. Yeah, they. They at least need to have him like in because they're going to be in Memphis in a, like the week of him breaking the record or whatever. So they need to have him like passing through the building in Memphis or something. Right. That'll be. The I told you it's going to be like uh, when when Roman Reigns won the tri- won the tribal chiefdom, and Alpha and Sika and them came out to the stage and presented him with the lay. Yeah. Oh, the uh, hunky top man. He's a presenter with that with that sequined uh, jacket. <laughs> no, I just want him to see him with the goods off. Like, please do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Judgment Day is backstage. Or backstage, Damien is giving Finn the business. Uh, Rhea is once again the 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 voice of reason. Uh, Dom, the submissive one, just stands in the background. <laughs> Rhea didn't give him permission to talk. He couldn't say. Right. <laughs> JD appears and Damien loses his mind. <laughs> He's like, keep like. Damien is mad. Because Finn keeps bringing his side chick to the house. Right. He don't like this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Finn, Finn gives the guys a pep talk and uh, says, Cody, oh yeah, Finn gives the guys a pep talk and says, Cody Rhodes won't know what hit him. Rhea says, yes, he will. The judgment day. Why'd she say it like that? <laughs> <laughs> well, I said it like that. I don't, know. I don't remember how she said it. I mean, you know, she's definitely trying to, you know, get more Retreat these on the internet. Right. All right. Bloodline retrospectives from SmackDown. Wade mentions that Jay Uso is now in the alumni section of WWE.com. Which he is. Yeah, yeah. Did, y'all, did y'all see the All Elite uh, pictures already? Yeah. <laughs> Joshua Fatu is all yeah. <laughs> Joshua Fatu is All Elite. And I said, y'all wish that was, <laughs> that was going to happen. Right. going to pull up Brian Pillman. <laughs> Oh yeah, and he, this was like a whole like a, like a ploy the whole time. But then he really he really talked himself out of a contract, and he went and he left. I ain't got no problems with you, Mister Tribal Chief Man. <laughs> I respect you, Tribal Chief Man. <laughs> All right, so Jackie Rittman looking nice. Interview with Drew McIntyre. Jackie asks, what's next for him? Riddle interrupts and says he's been thinking he needs a new direction. He's going to start a new tag team to answer the Viking Raiders challenge. He asked Riddle to be his tag team partner. Oh, yeah, they're going to be the Glass Bros. Uh, he says if he can't find anyone to tag Oh, yeah, Drew says if he can't find anyone to tag with, he'll be his partner. All right. In the I, don't know, of the- I don't know, Drew. I don't think you're high enough. <laughs> <laughs> right? Right. 
Which which ring were you smoking, sir? Because <laughs> I I fully believe Randy Orton showed up to every taping high. <laughs> no, he didn't have to show up to every taping high. He knew Riddle had the trees to get him. <laughs> that's why he was rolling with Riddle. Like, that's why he didn't he didn't he didn't mind the tag team. He was like yeah. he got he said he knew he had that he had that warn him. He had that good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, no problem. Brandon's like, oh, my tag team partner is the weed carrier. He was like, I don't have to, I don't have to be like, hey man, he's just, you know, sneak this in for me. He's like, my man, you know, he knows all the spots. (laughs) I'll put put up with him. (laughs) Didn't he used to tag with RVD too? Or no? He was, he was, he was always concussing him when he was doing the, giving him the boot, giving him the, um, the punch. Because you know, everybody tagged with everybody back in the day. Yeah, you're right. I mean, I mean, let's not forget Jerry's show. I'm sure. <laughs> the worst, the worst I'm interest. Sure, in I'm sure. Um, um, Randy scraps the um RVD's um candidate service. <laughs> he wishes he could like do his lifestyle having having two two wives. <laughs> Especially with that bad back, I'm sure Randy's all about it. <laughs> all right, roll that up. <laughs> right. All right, Indy Hartwell vignette. So it's um, which they coming back because they start they giving her a solo vignette, and you know we ain't seen Gargano. We don't know what's going on with Gargano. Is he, is he well, still hurt really or is he? Her, they never really gave her a proper introduction to Monday Night Raw. She appeared, yeah. She got drafted and her ankle was all hurt, so she couldn't wrestle. And she just, you know, she might have had one kind of backstage thing to be like, I'm almost healed. And then we saw her get drugged by, um, uh, in the little fight last week. So, oh, that last week was. Oh, well, well just, just stay tuned, Donald. Last week. <laughs> all right, Viking Raiders versus Matt Riddle in question mark. Uh, raccoons crawl out of Matt Riddle's anus this time. Did y'all see that? Yeah. Before the match can begin, Drew McIntyre answers the call. Uh, match, match, match. Drew McIntyre hits a claymore, gets the one, two, three victory for his team. All right. Uh, retrospective of Raquel and Rhea's feud. Uh, Indy and Candice are backstage. Raquel approaches him and says she's tried to get cleared for tonight, but the docs refuse. She just wants to rip Rhea apart. Candace assures her that she'll be clear soon enough. Raquel wishes Indy good luck. Riddle and Drew are backstage. Riddle is excited and says he has a hunch they're going to win the tag team titles. Uh, The New Day appear, brandishing white steel chairs. (laughs) (laughs) They keep up with the culture. Right. Uh, They say the two of them aren't even friends, and having one win doesn't mean you're going to win the tag titles. The tag team division has gone to hell. Shinsuke is kicking Seth, Jimmy's kicking Jay, and the Street Profits think they're Cedric and Shelton. <laughs> oh, damn. I gotta see that. I didn't, I didn't see that. I, I kind of fell asleep. I was waking up watching the, the pictures of um, Kofi and um, Xavier with the chairs. I didn't see that whole shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they then, jeez, they then challenged the Glass Bros to a match next week. Uh, damn it. Rhea Ripley Hartwell. Uh, Rhea starts out by tossing Indy around the ring. She mounts her and starts punishing Indy with the fists. Indy makes a short comeback, attacking her with fists and a spine buster for a two count. 
More action on the outside, Rhea gets the upper hand and mocks Candace while pummeling her friend. Rhea then sneaks around and takes Candace out. Indy charges at Rhea and almost gets a pin. This annoys Rhea. She headbutts Indy. That was a pretty sick headbutt. That was almost like a Chibata headbutt. Mm-hmm. She headbutts Indy and then uh, hits the riptide to... I don't know why I put ripside. Riptide and gets the one, two, three, <laughs> victory. Did she do the fold-up pin? Yeah, that's pretty, uh, that's pretty much what it was. Candice uh, jumps in the ring after the match and attacks Rhea. Indy comes around and the two women double-team Rhea and then run away. No, so Rhea ain't got no, so Rhea's just two-on-one on Rhea. Yeah. That's interesting. Uh, Michael Cole interviews Shinsuke Nakamura in the ring. He asks why he attacked his friend Seth Rollins. He answers in Japanese. So I looked it up, and here's the translation. I was fed up of various things, maybe even myself. So I asserted myself because I want my true nature. Uh, he says he wants the world title. Cole asks if he needed to kick, if he needed to kick Seth in the head. Uh, he answers, because it's the quickest way to prove yourself. I want more. I'm not satisfied. So Rollins comes down. He says, Shinsuke isn't telling everything. If you wanted him that bad, he's not that hard to find. He is a fighting champion, and all he had to do was ask. Seth says if Shinsuke's ambush last week was a challenge, then challenge accepted. If Nakamura names the time and place, he will be there. Seth asks Nakamura to shake his hand. He thinks about it. The two shake hands. Nakamura draws him in and whispers something to him, which leaves him shocked. Nakamura then takes advantage of the distraction and Kinshasa's him again. So somebody on, on Twitter said that, like, he whispered, stop wearing your wife's clothes. <laughs> <laughs> so this is pretty good. I, I mean, it's not going to really, I mean, Shinsuke's not going to win, but. I mean, the outfits are going to be, <laughs> right? you know, the, the true uh talk of the town. That's going to be the real matchup every week. Seth Rollins in his big boots. <laughs> right. Alright, Byron Saxon interviews The Miz. He asked about his altercation last week. Miz asked Byron if he is an LA Knight guy now. Just because he beat Top Doll on SmackDown doesn't mean he's great. Uh, Miz teases taking on a big name this week and then maybe showing up on SmackDown. Uh, Trish Stratus versus Becky Lynch. Trish comes out with her new outfit, sewn together by Mr. Sasha, by Mr. Sasha Banks. Oh, did y'all see her outfit? I liked it. Trish? Yeah, she has, she has a new outfit. No, yeah. I didn't see it. Uh, Michael Cole reminds us that Zoe Stark is banned from ringside. Uh, Becky is wearing a shirt with a lemon on it. What's uh, that? The Right. Becky starts out with the upper hand. Trish starts using her mask as a weapon, headbutting Becky. Uh, good good match. At one point, Trisha's face mask comes off temporarily. Uh, after some more back and forth, Trish removes the mask and tries to punch Becky with it. Back in the ring, the two women are still going at it. Becky hitting her with some smooth strikes. Trish seems blown up as it takes her... Yeah, she seemed like she was kind of out of breath for a minute. Uh, it takes her a minute to recover from a near fall. Uh, she gives a weak spear. Yeah, I think she was kind of... I think she was tired for a minute. Because that spear did not look good. Uh, but she then regains her composure and goes after Becky again. Becky hits a superplex for a two count. Trish later gets Becky over the barricade into the audience. The two fight in the crowd. The referee counts both women out. They keep fighting, heading up the stairs and going after each other. Becky beats on Trish with a soda cup. Uh, they head to the concourse. Becky drives Trish into the Purell dispenser. They keep fighting into the merch booth with women, both women throwing shirts at each other. 
uh, Trish stops fighting for a second to show off her new shirt. Her new Trish shirt. <laughs> that was funny to me. <laughs> Uh, Blinky gets Trish up on the table and is about to drop her, but then Zoe Stark comes out of nowhere to help her mentor. The two beat up on Becky and leave her lane. That was pretty good. I like that, that segment. Did they, did they like, uh, tear up the consumer? No, no, they just, they just threw shirts at each other. Uh, I mean, I mean, it was no, uh, it was no, uh, it was, it was no, uh, concession stand fight in, uh, what's it called? Yeah, there you go, Tupelo. I don't, for some reason, I think it took a loose, took Tuscaloosa. It was no Tupelo concession stand fight, but it was nice. Every time they have a concession stand fight, my only thought is like, damn, I want a hot dog. <laughs> yeah, Lyric is like, those poor hot dogs. <laughs> I could have had one of those. <laughs> that was uh, when they when um, Kevin Sullivan and Chris Benoit. Oh, yeah, it, it, at the pay-per-view in Chicago, that was, wasn't it? Yeah. I went to Chicago. That one no, it was it was too below. They fight. Oh, they fight in the bathroom. I remember he slams with the bathroom door in his face. <laughs> yeah, but they they have a whole thing of mustard, and they end up slipping and sliding in that mustard. <laughs> no, I'm thinking about another one. There was one that the uh, Road Warriors had against somebody in in Chicago. It was pretty good. It's a Chicago street fight. Uh, okay. The Benoit Sullivan one was funny because. Um, Sullivan comes out there and points towards the back. <laughs> he said, "We fight the rain. We go, we go backstage." <laughs> All right, Imperium backstage. Gunther says, "Tonight was an." I have to do it in his accent. Tonight was an embarrassment. No, I can't do a German accent. Uh, he he berates Giovanni Vinci and tells Kaiser he neglected his responsibilities because he was focused on that girl. Uh, same Ludwig, same. I was also focused on Maxine. He sounds like somebody's uh he sounds like a mama when she don't like the girl. You right, right, right. Like if you wouldn't chase that girl. Yeah. <laughs> uh Gunther says he no, yeah, Ludwig uh, first uh volunteers to sort it all out. Gunther says, No, don't bother. He'll sort it out himself, as usual. Also uh, sounding like a mom. Right. Like I'll do everything I'll myself. Do it myself. <laughs> Uh, Trish and Zoe are backstage. Jackie Redman tries to interview them, but then Adam Pierce says, comes out of nowhere and says, Trish always tries to wiggle her way out of this match, but no longer. Next week, they're having this match again in a steel cage. In the salad steel cage? <laughs> I, I wish they'd bring back that old school blue one. That old school blue cage. <laughs> oh, good. The Hogan cage. Yeah. Terry Bollea cage, yeah. But didn't you tell us, Mo, that she was trying to do everything that she didn't get a chance to do in her prior run? Yes, That's what it sounds like. Cage matches, Royal Rumble. Uh, That's why I thought she should have held the tight tag titles. That's what I thought. It was it was something else you wanted. A flaming a flaming cage. table. I don't know. <laughs> I knew. Oh, uh, Money in the Bank, the ladder match. I don't think that existed when she was wrestling. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So she's going back and getting and, and doing all the things that she missed. She used to be in an elimination chamber match. Hell in a cell. Well, this will be close enough. Yes. War games. Now you got to say it like William Regal. <laughs> yeah, right? What was the other one? The Tower of Terror? The Triple Tower? Yeah, now she could. Be. That's what I thought when they said that she wanted to be in a cage match. I was like, oh, maybe she'll stick around for war games. But that might be a No, what was that? The Tower of Doom. There you go. Oh God! <laughs> Worst cage match. <laughs> it's such that a dumb setup. Ch- it was so stupid. They tried to, 
didn't they try to recreate it in TNA like they didn't learn from WCW and it was the same exact horrible match again like damn I think the only TNA exclusive extreme match I like was like the X Division one. Oh, the uh, the yeah I forget what the ultimate ultimate X yeah yeah where you gotta climb in like the monkey bars and you gotta grab the yeah. giant X <laughs> what was the other one that yeah. Mickey James was in the Clockwork Orange Funhouse match or something. It was a ladder match that they used to do, and I thought I thought depending on the participants was always pretty good. The, the women did it one time. It was uh, um, what's her name? Uh, ODB. No, no, no. The one, the one that was always wrestling, uh, Awesome Kong. Gail Kim, Gail Kim, and she used to be Tiffany, Tiffany in ECW. I forget her name. Uh, Taryn. Taryn Terrell, yeah, Taryn Terrell, and the. Uh, Gail Kim in a, in a ladder match was really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Yeah, let's see. Yeah, Trish needs to spin the wheel, make the deal. <laughs> Which she could technically still do that one. Thank you. Yeah, they did it um, with Booker T was um, hosting one night. And Shawn Michaels, and he and was um, promoting the, um, the Best of Nitro DVD. And Shawn Michaels stepped up. <laughs> we see that. He says, you know what? I've never watched any of this. Oh yeah, he's like oh, he was working on Monday night. Yeah, <laughs> I, I kept thinking it was they was doing like a best of WCW if it was going it was Nitro work. I kept looking for that on YouTube and I finally found it and I was like, oh, okay, I got it. <laughs> see, Trish needs to do that one that was on the rooftop of Cobo Hall. She got to do the monster truck match. The monster, yeah, that that one, that one, <laughs> the monster truck match. Yeah, she got to push Becky off the roof. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, no, she fell, she fell off the roof. I think you somehow survived. Right. <laughs> no scratches. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Finn Balor versus Cody Rhodes. Uh, seeing these two in a match together is a treat. It's like an old school wrestling television. Thing. You know, like the old studio ma- uh, shows done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Judgment Day comes down without Damian Priest. Dom tries to double axe handle Cody, but Cody disposes of him quickly. Finn takes advantage of the distraction, gains the upper hand. Damian Priest eventually comes down by himself. Balor hits a sling blade on Cody and looks for the coup de grace, but Cody counters, tries a disaster kick, but also gets countered. Uh, meanwhile, Rhea Ripley is screaming at ringside. Did you hear she was shrieking? She sounded like, like old uh, Daphne Younger over there. <laughs> R.I.P. R.I.P. Daphne. Scream, cream. More back and forth. Cody hits the Cody cutter, tries to dive at Balor, but Priest stops him. Cody tosses Balor outside while he's trying to sneak attack him. He falls onto Damien. Cody then dives onto both men. Rhea distracts the ref. Dom crotches Cody on the top rope. Balor hits a superplex for a two count. Damien is outside directing traffic while the ref is checking on Cody. Dom slides in a chair to Finn, and the ref catches it and admonishes Balor. Rhea gets back on the apron to distract the ref again. Finn asks, Finn asks Damien for the briefcase. He slides it in the ring, but then he slides it a little too far, and Cody gets it. He hits Balor with it, and then Damien he hits a crossroads for the one, two, three. So this is now the second and third headshot with the briefcase that we've seen. Yes. Is this a new thing? Are they bringing this back slowly? I hope not. I mean, I'm yeah. sure they couldn't do it with the chair, but I think I think the briefcase is fine. Uh, uh, it depends on what it's made of. Right. I don't think it's made of like hard metal or anything. <laughs> Particle board or something. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so immediately after the match, Judgment Day attack Cody. Sami Zayn comes down with the chair. 
He takes out Damien, takes out Dom, takes out Balor. Damien gets back in the ring and gets taken out too. Uh, JD slides into the ring and attacks Sammy. Damien stares him down. <laughs> like like Lyric keeps saying. Damien stares him down and then gets back to destroying Sammy. Cody makes a comeback. Damien hits him with the South of Heaven. Finn hits a coup de gras. They throw Sammy out to Dom and Rhea. Then Balor does a coup de gras on Sammy off the steel steps. They set up the, set up the announce table and Damien hits Sammy with the razor's edge. And finally, Balor hits a coup de gras on Cody back in the ring. Judgment Day stand tall in the ring. And JD just circling out the outside. We fade to black, and that is your Monday Night Raw. That was a good ending. JD McDonough trying to put that work in. Right. Judgment Day McDonough. <laughs> Proved that he belonged in the mix. What? You gotta start wearing that flannel. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta get his purple up. Right. Well, yeah, start getting his purple. I mean, unless Judgment Day is like a gang, and you gotta get jumped in or something. <laughs> Oh no. And that'd be funny. <laughs> Alright, so how, what did y'all guys think of this show? Well, the recap sounded amazing. I'll have to go back and watch the visuals. So I'll do my YouTube rundown. Oh yeah, basically all the good stuff is always on Instagram or YouTube or something. Yeah, you can watch the whole three hours in like... <laughs> That's right. It's even better than the Hulu version. Oh yeah, the Hulu version is still an hour and a half. <laughs> All the good stuff be taken out. You be like, what? <laughs> uh, what'd you think about it, Sam? I thought it was, I thought it was pretty good. It was it was. Uh, I mean, like I watch them like the the night of, so I don't I don't I'm not sitting there for three hours getting like bored out of my skull. That's good. Mo, your final thoughts on it? I mean, it was Monday Night Raw. You know, they got to you know do some stuff because football's coming back so you know them breaks are going to take a hit <laughs> as early as next Monday right because I know what I'll be watching and it ain't going to be Monday Night Raw I'll probably be watching both so I'm like it's preseason so I was like I won't be too invested nah, I gotta watch my I gotta watch I gotta see my I gotta see my backups hey this is off topic uh they need to give Wallace a real chance this year and don't let him get lost in the mix just because y'all got Zay and Odell and DuVernay and all that. Let that man play. Hey, hey Mo, did you see what our old Sugar Knight said? He said, I, I, I forgot Dennis Miller was on Monday Night Raw, on Monday Night Football. <laughs> oh, I remember that. I try to, I try to forget about that. I remember that train wreck. <laughs> Lyric, uh, how would you feel about Monday Night Raw? It was good. Uh, I mean, the three hours is still a thing. But like, at this point, I, I don't I think this it's... every week, so I can give y'all, so we can talk about it for, you know, how many hours we on here. So I'm saying. <laughs> so, so Dennis Miller on um, Monday Night Football was like Rob Barlett on Monday Night Raw. If y'all remember that era. Hmm. Yeah, just didn't, just didn't hit. Like, why put a comedian on something like that? So, what do you say he was trying to give? What kind of he was trying to give some kind of perspective that the fans didn't understand, that the fans wouldn't get? And I was like, so basically, they were trying to dumb it down for regular. Yeah. Which is why I mean, it's it's Dennis Miller. Is there anybody else that you have to have a high IQ 
to follow his comedy than him at that point in time in America. I don't. Well, well, think about it. ESPN had Rush Limbaugh on their call for one for one episode. Oh yeah, they got him up out of there quick. Well, well, yeah, he was on there for like half a season. Yeah, and he made that comment about how he started not being smart enough, and then all of a sudden. Well, I think they had him before, way back in the day. I think, like very, like very briefly. Before he started, before he started talking all reckless. But like, what does he know about football? Nothing. <laughs> exactly. It was like when UFC had Joe Rogan on there. They still do. He, he, he actually grew into it, I think. Yeah, but but he knows a lot about UFC though. <laughs> he trains and does all. He does everything but fight. <laughs> basically, when it comes. To- I mean, it's kind of like when they gave Keith Olbermann a political show. That was just kind of weird. Jesus Christ! Please don't remind me of that. <laughs> but he's always, but he's always been that. That's he left ESPN to do. That's right. what I'm saying. Like, he yeah, it, like it was just weird. That's what he wanted. I mean, I know he's a man of many hats, but I just found it strange. Yeah, and it's weird seeing Dan Patrick without no Keith Overman. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like the Danettes are fine, but mm. it's not the same. It never is the same, sir. It's like the new rockers. <laughs> the new rockers. Oh, no. it's like ahead, it's like somebody listening to Skip Bayless for actual athletic prowess. Who was it that they were saying that like Skip Bayless didn't want one on the show, and everybody was like, "Yeah, because he tear you up." Yeah, it's probably Charles Barkley. <laughs> no, it was somebody. Mo, did you did you see this? It was on Twitter. It was all. Who's his new um, co-host? Has he got one? I don't know. I have ever since Shannon left, I have really not not kept keeping up with the show. Because mm. Shannon was the only reason people watch. Nobody likes Skip. <laughs> I mean, Skip was fine. You know, if you wanted his takes, and then you just wanted this to somebody just to laugh at, he was there. I but, mean, after after Joy Taylor left, um, Colin Cowherd's show. Nobody. I don't watch that anymore. Why would I? Right. Yeah. The main reason I was watching was because left. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even though he didn't let her have as much. He, he really didn't, did he? She didn't really talk that much. No, but I mean, this Colin Cowherd, nobody talks that much except for him on his shows. I mean, I mean, you just put the camera on her. I'm good. I'll listen to him say whatever. No one will see his mouth moving, but you'll watch. If it's camera focused on her, Sam's like, I'm good. I'm like, this is the greatest show ever. <laughs> well, it's that part of the show where we find out the latest news and happenings and backstage rumblings. It's time for the Mo Melson news segment. I would love Dave Melson trying to come and say gimmick infringement. I'm like, yeah, right. <laughs> um, anyway, well, well, there's not enough um, um, will um, in your in your delivery, so <laughs> right. I don't kiss ass to the um, young bucks and. Anybody else want AEW? So he he really came out of his mouth talking some mess the other day that like WWE ain't got no wouldn't have the balls to run um, that stadium in, in England. In Wembley Stadium? Yeah, he says he sits on there and he's like, yeah. Everybody was like, if if they ran that show tomorrow, they would sell it out in a heartbeat. Yeah, if they said WrestleMania was coming to Wembley Stadium. Yeah, you know, people. you know how many how many tickets would sell in the pre-sales. Come on, man. 
Mm-hmm. Like, like when they ran Insurrection, it was basically oh. an event. <laughs> what was the other one? New Year's, uh, New Year's Massacre or something like that? Oh, Capital Punishment? No, Capital, Capital Punishment was in D.C. Capital Punishment was D.C., sir. Okay, there, there, was one, there was one that they were running over there, like New Year's something. I don't know. It was, uh, no, I gotta let me talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> when, uh, Meltzer has a tendency to try to insert himself in, like, narratives that he's really not involved in. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think that WWE... WWE's problem is they don't want to lug all that shit across the water to make it happen. I mean, why would you have to lug it across the water? You can probably just get the, the, the um, people, the companies over there to, to do it. Uh, possibly. But I'm sure, uh, you know, them, they pay for all that production. They ain't going to want to outsource it because they're scared it won't live up to their own production, so... Would they really get pyro and all that? Huh? Would they really be outsourcing it if they not really put the bill? I mean, they well, you, you know what I'm saying? They like it would be it wouldn't be shot with their camera. It wouldn't be lit with their lights. You know what I'm saying? Like it, you know, that's what it is. I found the capital carnage. Oh, that's what it was. <laughs> were, I mean. One event without Kevin Dunn's shaky cam, is it really that bad? Oh, the, the, exactly. the, the Japan show. The Japan show was great because Kevin Dunn had nothing to do with it. Would not be busy with the, with the cuts and everything, please? Did y'all see that the Japan show? that There was no Kevin Dunn involved, and it was like the most beautifully shot show I've seen from them. Exactly, because uh, Michael Cole was definitely um, not having Vince in his ear. He was definitely, you know, calling the best match ever. I'm telling you, listen. I woke up at six in the morning to watch Kofi last. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> no, actually, the whole new day get washed in that match. <laughs> a whole, a whole five seconds more than he would four years later when he was a champion. Listen, uh, listen to Cole's uh, commentary now. He does not, he does not say WWE Universe anymore. He says, no. like, like when they were fighting in the in the audience, he actually said the WWE audience. And he actually references other companies. <laughs> like, oh, he was doing that. We was like, wait a stardom. minute. He was like, he, yeah, right. He, well, um, they, he said when he said stardom at SummerSlam for EO, I was like, <sighs> like people are allowed to have pass now? <laughs> He's like, wait a minute. I can't they they say the referee's whole name now. That's another right. Thing. Remember, back in the day, we couldn't get the referee's name. It was just like, so referee so-and-so, but all of a sudden start singing. You can't deny Triple H's touches have made this product as a whole so much better. But that's why Vince had to come back in and try to, well, he did sell the company, but like, that was basically him throwing a tantrum. I was like, oh, people are having fun without me. <laughs> I want to play. <laughs> Pretty much. Did you see where Vince got raided and it was like, oh, I have spinal surgery. Oh, yes. We were talking about that last week. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the doctor says I need a Becky out of me. Yeah, that's the, that's, the, that's the rich people move. The feds come with some serious shit and you... I'm sure, I'm sure it's like... No, the, the rich people yeah. move is knowing that they're coming. That's the rich people move. I'm sure somebody sent them up and said, um, yeah, so the feds are going to come and going to sleep on you, so... Yeah. He was like, Steph, push me down and the stairs. Like, cool. <laughs> like, the rich is like, cool. Um, he booked the surgery for this. Linda's like, I'll do it. 
<laughs> right. Let me say, he said, you ain't got to finish the sentence. You going down the steps, sir. <laughs> like, I've never even heard of Vince even having back problems. Oh, oh, I heard oh. of him having quad problems. <laughs> <laughs> I watched that today. <laughs> I watched that today. I watched that Royal Rumble today. It was like, oh. That was so funny because everybody was like, why is he sitting down like that? <laughs> He comes out and it was like he was doing commentary. So Vince was like, "Yeah, even at my age, at that time, he was like, you gotta um, get a um, yeah, warm up and get a running start." Because he mm-hmm. was like, he was it was like, um, and because this was like, he said, he said, "I seen Vince coming down the aisle, he was pissed." I was like, "Yes, he was." <laughs> ruined his damn, ruined his damn um, Morgan <laughs> Rubble finish because y'all couldn't <laughs> execute it right. <laughs> Vince got them Kevin Nash quads. <laughs> oh, I watched and then, then somebody had posted on Twitter saying what was the funniest night on um the rest of Twitter. Oh yeah. So I said, um so I said um NWO versus DX at WrestleMania thirty one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, I, saw that. <laughs> I was because like, that was hilarious because staying I, I, I found it funny, funny that uh, Scott Hall took a bump. Right. <laughs> And Kevin Nash fake toys quads again. I remember that somebody came out with like a a picture of like a Kevin Nash uh, action figure, and it said, "And you know how you can remove the hands and the yeah. hands and head from <laughs> you'll you have removable quads." <laughs> <sighs> no, a funny moment that would have happened on Twitter is when Sid broke his leg. <laughs> oh, oh God. Yeah. That, oh man, that that. Mm. Or I'm gonna able to bring it back. They be bringing back legends on Monday Night Raw and having um Heath Slater wrestle them. <laughs> oh, when they broke when they broke that glass over his head and it was actually real glass. <laughs> oh, that, that's never that's part of that's part of the CM Punk report tonight too. Um, going on with that real glass versus a fake glass. <laughs> Anyway, All right, well, let's, let's get into it. So, Go for it. But here's, here's some news that, that, that kind of made, you know, me happy. Um, some of our um, ladies in our um, group that's, that's with, within us and everything. Lacey Evans is gone from WWE. <laughs> All right. What? She out. She said, that's not my name no more. <laughs> So what she doing? So basically, she had this. Um, she was changing her name to Basie Estrada, and you know she was she had changed it. She had changed the name on her social That's WWE and TikTok and um, TikTok and um, Instagram. And so she made an Instagram post and said, "At twelve o'clock midnight, you will now address me as Basie Estrada." And she had like the Lacey Evans jacket on, and she said. Um, this jacket be up for grabs, and somebody uh, and somebody kept alluding her, her doing the OnlyFans, and she kept doing. And she put the Beyonce gift, but she was counting in the video in the in the um in the one video, the girl the girl video. She was counting on her fingers. I was like, I don't know. And you see, like it was kind of like a little thirsty. The, the you know, rest of Twitter was kind of thirsty under that. Um, but she had when they had mentioned that. I said, y'all are so thirsty seeing these white women. These white wrestlers, you know, on these platforms. Don Don asked, uh, "What is she doing now?" And I was going to say the same thing that war is good for. Absolutely nothing. 
Uh, how do you feel about her claiming uh, your, your, your tribe? Well, is, it, is that her husband's name? I mean, what's going on? I know she's married. I guess she is, she is married. Based on, based on her, um, the things that she said on Twitter, it would be weird if she was married to someone that, well, I mean, that had melanin. Yeah, life. but, you know, wait, oh, wait, where is she from anyway? Because where she's from really depends on I think she's from she's somewhere from the south southern something I almost said South Carolina but I don't want to there are, there are a lot of coconuts down here Donald <laughs> like there are they are in abundance with the lot of the coconut so, <laughs> so yeah I can kind of I can totally see her being married to one of them gotcha she married to one of them Ron DeSantis Hispanic <laughs> there you go wow like a, like hey, a cruise or something yeah <laughs> Uh, what's that new dude, uh, Brandon Herrera? Brandon Herrera? She's married to one of them dudes. Ted Cruz, who goes by, who, who real name is Raphael. <laughs> she married to one of them, Charlie Sheen. <laughs> wow. If we, if we get canceled, you can thank Lord for getting us canceled, dog. We, we, it's funny, like, him and his dad both have a brother named Estevez. Right. And they call themselves Estevez. There's Joe Estevez and there's uh, uh, Emilio. Emilio, the the one that actually looks like he could pass for a sheen and he actually claims his <laughs> I'm, claiming my, I'm claiming my Hispanic side. Damn that. <laughs> um, wow, what else? Yeah, maybe, so, maybe he thought he would win one of those like Latin awards for something. <laughs> <laughs> So, I mean, yeah, the uh, Lacey Evans had so many gimmicks. You know, she's coming out there walking, talking about the nasties, the, the, the nasties. And, oh, the, 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 the nasties, yeah. You know, she should have just kept that gimmick. That was actually working for That was actually worked for, but I was just like, uh, I was like, I don't. I I mean, I, she kind of had a, I mean, when she was a heel, I mean, it was kind of like, how do you boo someone who's a service member? She's kind of weird. Well, it was, you know, she was doing the whole, you know, whatever. I guess she was, she was a service person, but she was, you know, the man of people who would stand up and respect her and everything. I mean, Dawn respected when he met her and everything, so. <laughs> so, um. It's kind of weird that she has a, an OF when, like, her, she did not show off at all on her Instagram. And believe me, I checked. <laughs> not I'm once sure. was she showing off during her during her time. But her, her most famous, her most famous back and forth was when she got into a Cardi B. Oh, <laughs> of really? all people, that, that happened. And, you know, you no know, Cardi B didn't understand, didn't understand the whole thing about our work and you know things like that. And so Lacey had said, because he was talking about, she, they were talking about fans were saying, you know, hey Cardi, you know, she comes WWE and she was naming off wrestlers and stuff. So Lacey, you know, responded to her. And she said something about a white woman trying. <laughs> wow! Well, and it was just like I said, she got herself a tool and worked herself. You in the words of Carrie, work yourself into a shoot. Yeah, right. Work yourself into a I'm like, I'm like, God damn! It. I was like, Carly, just stick to doing what you're doing. You don't. I said, I, okay, you watched the rest of the back today. That's fine, but you, you let these rest. Get you work me to a shoot. Yeah, they, they, <laughs> should, they should have hit her with the old Terry Bollea. Ring, ring, brother. It's a shoot. It's a work. It's a work. 
a work when you work a work when you work yourself <laughs> and she said it I was just like I'm just watching it I'm like and I'm like somebody had called you to get used to say yo don't don't respond to it just think like book. and she really was like really was like bad I was like why are you what was the uh, when Randy Orton was beefing with Soldier Boy <laughs> and that was funny too that was <laughs> No, recently, um, Zelina Vega was bigger than you or something like that. <laughs> Zelina Vega was was getting into it with some influencer dude on on uh, on Instagram, I think, or TikTok or something. I don't know. Some I don't know who the heck this guy is. Something so and so from Queens or something. Some weird dude. JD from New York or something. <laughs> I, something JD, along that line. JD, that wrestling guy. He was not a, he's not even a wrestling dude. He's just some dude who makes silly videos in New York. Oh. I think he works for Hot 97 or something. What are those? He works oh, for... Oh, Ibram? <laughs> I don't know this dude's name, but he is just... Like, I looked I looked at some of his videos, and I was just annoyed, and I just closed it. But they got in, they got into it when last time that they were... The last time they had a WB show in New York. So the whole thing, hold up. So the whole thing with Cardi was like, Cardi was like, "What the fuck? This is not how my WWE debut supposed to be." This your man count your fucking days. And then <laughs> um, Lacey had said, "Be careful what you wish for, Nancy. We aren't Nicki Minaj. You get sent home for the busted eye." And that's what she said. <laughs> Our white woman can never put me on me, sweetie. Got me fucked. Up. <laughs> she said, "Got me fucked up." I was showing love to WWE the whole night yesterday. I don't know where the fuck you came from with your unnecessary bullshit. I was like, there it is. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, in a fight between Cardi B and Lacey Evans, I probably got Cardi B. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this was, it was just the, this Cardi reaction. I was like, she's not hip to the game. I was like, it, it was still a funny night, though, because everybody was just going just laughed at it and they both was trending and everything. I was like, all right. <laughs> that's the most attention Lacey Evans ever got. What do you mean? Yeah, exactly. That's what I said. That, that was the biggest, you know, feud right there was her and Cardi. Well, it, Cardi it, except for when people kept making jokes that Ric Flair got her pregnant. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, oh, I remember that. I remember that. <laughs> Okay, it's some dude named Queens Flip. I don't know if you're. Oh, honest. wait. Oh, yeah. Okay. He got into it with him. Oh, apparently, almost got it. Almost got into it with him too. No, so that was that. That was that was all backstage because he's a big wrestling guy. He's on the um Joe Button podcast now. Oh, okay. I I don't know who any of these people are. You know who Joe Button is? I don't know who Joe Button is. Well, he's the pump it up dude. Up. <laughs> <laughs> that's all he I know hates, about this dude. Queens Flip does does a lot of stuff like. Yeah, I've seen his videos. They're stupid. Like videos and stuff, um, like beefing with rappers and stuff like that. But it was just them joking with that. But he he is on the Joe Button podcast, and he was um, yeah, he was doing stuff with Selena and um, almost. So yeah, but he but he but he's he's like hip to like wrestling every day because no, he was like he's hip to wrestling every day, so he knows about being worked and all that other stuff. All right. Um, let's see. So that that was a funny little segment right there. Who knows see you guys? <laughs> so, so you think uh, she's going to join the what is it, the Outcasts or whatever? Oh, she now see, now see. You you you, you want to see Jim Cornette really go a lit, go again? 
Um, oh, wow. So apparently that is her, her actual name. Hmm. Nancy Estrada? Yeah, and then yeah, she hyphenates with her husband's name, Cadillac. Cadillac? So she's not, she, she not going to be sitting there um, introducing the world to Omaga? Well, Omaga. Oh, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, Omaga is, is no longer with us. <laughs> she's going to come out and be like, guys, I'm not really racist. Hmm. <laughs> like, she was trained by Sarah Del Rey. Wow. And she's garbage. <laughs> oh, so, so so I remember remember years ago she was like doing training like she was doing training with the WWE like training wrestlers and she got a tour with um Sammy Guevara. Sammy Why is Sammy Guevara always beefing with women? Sammy, she got because Sammy was trying to be real like saying real like sexist comments towards her and she was just, like real annoyed with them. So it's like oh I. Lyric, I have a funny story about that. Uh-oh. Lyric for later. I'll tell you later. It's funny. I find it funny. Other people might not. Um. God damn. We, we, we didn't talk about all that. And we ain't really got... Oh, so Kevin Dash had wanted to be... Um, Okay, okay, wait, okay, so that, never mind, it's her husband's name. Her husband hyphenates his name for some reason. What the heck? Anyway, go, go ahead and continue. I'll find out her real name. Anyway. <laughs> so her name is not her name. Gotcha. It's his name, but he hyphenates his, it is, he he hyphenates two last names for some reason. Oh, okay. It's not even like Armando, Rolando, or whatever, the guy in WWE. Right. It's not even like that. He, I, I have no clue. So, Don, how do you feel about um, Naito winning the G1? Uh, good deal. Good deal. Good deal. That means he's going to uh, main event the Tokyo Dome. So, I'm always here for that. And I might put the belt back on him. I'm always here for that. So, I don't have any problems with it. You know, I guess I, I, I definitely am a huge supporter of... Uh, Naito. Yeah, that's like who I like in New Japan. I'm glad I don't watch them every week. I don't see them every week because my fans were like sour on him. So since I don't see him as often, I can be like, all right, cool. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, so apparently, well, say um, AEW is close to selling out Wembley. So looks like they're going to be matching. Wait, they already exceeded. Um, Wait, they hadn't even sold it out yet? No, they just trying to get. Right, I mean, the way the way you know, your uncle Dave tells it, they're they're beating down the beating down the the doors outside and camping out and whatnot. Right. He tried to make it seem like it. They go into the Renaissance tour or something. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I cannot find this woman's maiden name. I, I, think, I, Vicky, I think Vicky went to, to that to that show tonight. I think Vicky went to the show tonight. Weren't you planning on going well, or something? I wanted to go, but I was working and I didn't have the funds to go. But it's not, it's not everybody, every, a lot of people that I know is, has, has went to the show. Even my manager who despises Beyonce, our old manager of mine who despises Beyonce, he went to the show tonight. Okay, her maiden name is Evans. She's Her, her 
legal first name was her legal name is Macy Evans. But that's to go by Estrada. So Estrella. Estrella Estrada. That's her that's her husband. Her name is Estrella Cadillac. 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 <laughs> yeah, that's what it looks like, but it's Cadillac. She going ride on the freeway, freeway of love, in a pink Cadillac. <laughs> I don't know how to respond. R.P. to Aretha Franklin. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to respond to that. Um, so, yeah, so Bobby Roode is apparently um, definitely going to the backstage to do some role. Dang because, it. because of his the neck injury and everything. So Yeah, he's done. I wanted a, I wanted a beer money reunion so bad. So Don, so you know, I'll let you know when to add him to the list. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Larry, if we so so normally at the pay per view we um I get the producers and part of the scene, you know, try to see if Don can figure out who's the producers every day. And sometimes you think he's gonna do good but then he'll you know, forget about certain certain producers who works who um, does certain matches, and you know it'll start off good and it end up being you know like in a slump, like three for eight or something like that. <laughs> hey, three for eight's good, bro. That's a good day for you. That's a very good night for me. Yeah. So um, they say if he's assumed as a role as a full time backstage producer, he'll join the likes of um, Tyson Kidd, Jay. Jordan, Billy Kidman, Michael Hayes, Molly Holly, Abyss, J.B. Noble, and Shane Helms. All of who have wrestled for years before switching to their role of helping younger kids put together matches on WWE television. The, the I, know, I, I know Mercury is backstage. He's not a producer. He's not in the E. He, he was. He was at one point. He was from. Yeah, is he in AEW or did he go to AEW and then just was like, I'm out, I'm out here too, and then just went to the house? I don't even know. To the house. Well, he, he was he's, he he's was loyal punk. to he's loyal to Punk. That's why. Ah, straight edge society. Because didn't like Punk like help him like with some financials back in the day or something? Yeah, he was a part of this SES for a minute. He came back and joined them. No, no, I think like there was a point where Mer- where Mercury kind of like hit bottom. And the punk helped him out financially. Oh, I don't know about that, but like I said I know he was, when he came back to WWE. Yeah, yeah, that's time. when he joined the SES so when, when he helped him out. He, he was he was in the SES. So the two things I want in life: uh, Zaya Leah and a beer money reunion. I'm not getting them. <laughs> a beer money reunion with Jeff. Well, the Zaya Leah might, might might happen if if you know WWE. You know, if they keep listening to the podcast and they say, well, let's give us a shot, then you'll be like, it'll happen for one day, and you'll be like, you can sing praises. So I know where Aaliyah is, but where's where's the Zaya part? Where, where's she at? He's reps and dog matches. Really? Or raw. She's on the raw. She's on raw. She's Eating the finest of cheese and fruit. <laughs> like she's back in, she's definitely in catering, you know, getting her, getting her heel on. So, which for real, y'all, that catering is no joke. I heard. Did you I, have, I have friends who have been back you, there. Have you supported the catering, sir? 
I have not taken part in the catering, but the last couple of times they've had wrestling uh, in the arena, they've had the catering up where we have to, where our offices are, where we clock in and where we, you know, uh, put in our orders and shit. And yeah, that shit is huge. And they got everything. Don he follows his nose like you can't see him. If you listen to some old, if you listen to the past couple weeks ago on the, on the, on the podcast, You'll hear Don and his palate for what he eats at his lunches and everything. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, so for NXT, you know they didn't have Judgment Day on there. They, they did a segment on on there, but you know since they were in Canada, I said either they it's the pre tape segment or this is a long flight from um, Winnipeg to um, Orlando. So, but they said that the, the NXT fell in the ratings from last week's historic high. So, Dumb equals ratings. Apparently so. Dumb and rating. Don't, 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 don't do mommy like that. <laughs> <laughs> so, Tammy Stitch, um, please, no contest to a DUI, cause a death charge, and she faces 25 years. Mm, mm, mm. I remember it was a time that she was, um, she was selling them like fans. Well, um, she was like posing in a in a bed with them, and they was like paying large amounts of money to, to take those pictures of her. Now, if this was nineteen ninety five, yeah, this is this was Sunny Days, Sunny. Yeah, yes, I, but I mean, she probably wouldn't be born that. This is a different. This is a different Tammy Stitch, and but you know, some wrestling fans, you know, they still real to them, and they still have those dusty feelings and everything. So. A few years ago, somebody passed me a DVD of, uh, you know, ladies of wrestling um, getting, you know, in various uh, bits of undress. And, uh, you know, they had Missy Hyatt up there. They had a few of these other girls. I think some of the girls from XCW or XP. You know, the the one that run, the one run by this poor dude. Mm. XPW, yeah. And then some other people I didn't know. But one of them was, was Tammy Sitch. And uh, on the cover, they had her as like 95 Sunny. I was like, I'm Guarantee you, this is not the same one. It's in the it's in the actual DVD. <laughs> sure enough, I looked at it. Yep, yeah, didn't that? Yeah, scar for of life. Of course, they, they had they had they had the, they had to hope the hope the viewers in. But it wasn't obviously it was an obvious photo from back then. It was like they didn't even try to hide it. It was just so funny. It was like it was just there, completely out of place. So yeah, I don't know. Like my eyes will never be the same again. <laughs> I mean, in your head, you're probably like, dang, she killed somebody. <laughs> oh, it was before that. This is way before that. Um. So, um, Grayson Waller says that The Rock had a chance to do Grayson Waller wherever and he didn't take it. Yeah, so John Cena has a new movie coming out, Vacation Friends Two. John Cena is definitely into his um his movie era, his his, his movie his, era, his straight to Netflix hmm. career. Yeah, it, it was uh, it was the number one movie in the world, number one movie of Netflix. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> I was like, number one movie in the world is Barbie. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Like, what's her name? Gal Gadot is starting to get into that uh, arena too because she has a movie on Netflix. Yeah, 
She's actually, she has two. She has one with The Rock. Mm. Just, just for the record, Big Show was on Netflix first. <laughs> oh, yeah. The Big Show show. He was. <laughs> And he said he might come back to the, the, um, WCW, AEW, and Santo. <laughs> if y'all remember that, I think that was in, um, whose movie was that for um, Adam Sandler? Oh, um, Jingle All the Way. No, it wasn't that way. It was, um. Oh, Adam Sandler. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. It was, um. I know he was in Jingle All the Way. Yeah, but it was the one where, um. The one where he was the, the football player in, in, in school. Not, not, um. The longest yard, but the one, the water boy, yeah, water boy, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, was was captain, captain, insane, captain whatever, yeah, <laughs> yeah, captain, insane. yeah. I thought, no, they didn't they bring them back for didn't they bring them in AEW with, with that gimmick? Yeah, eventually, they said, um, Paul White might come back with that gimmick. Oh, okay. he does come back to wrestling. Can he grow his hair out like that again? <laughs> I don't think, you know, there are prosthetics, you know, right. Because Hogan had them when he was, I mean, Belair had them when he was. <laughs> <laughs> Belair had them when they was going Thunder in Paradise. Oh, yeah. Oh. Them extensions. The whole hair lace in his hand. Yo, remember when uh, Big Show was in that thong song video? Yes. The remix? Yeah. Yes. He, he was riding pads and he, you know. Yeah, yeah, he was just sitting there with his arms folded. Yeah, he was very, he was pensive about those thongs. Right. <laughs> I remember if somebody asked Cisco, they were like, why was he singing that hard? <laughs> <laughs> the thong. <laughs> the crazy thing is, he had to give up all, most of his publishing. Oh, yeah, to Ricky Martin. <laughs> Ricky Martin, I was like. No, Ricky Ricky Martin and his producer. His the producer was the first one to complain about it. Here's the thing, because he, he said that whole living of Vida Loca. And so the thing was, the song, when, it, when the album came out, that song definitely took off. And it was like the next thing you know, the producer was like, "Oh, um, yeah." So we have you know published on that. So you were released as a single. Hang up, buddy. <laughs> no, it was funny because like someone brought it to his attention first. He's like, "Oh no, no, me and Ricky are cool." Yeah, not that cool. Yeah, huh? not that cool. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, we cool, but still got to pay out that money. Like how you not? Yeah, yeah. When it comes to business, now nah. he got right. the vanilla ice treatment. <laughs> Like this is strictly business, sir. <laughs> so Logan Paul, he wants to pitch the most hated tag team with Dom um, Mysterio. I just want him to go. Like I'm so sick of looking at him. <laughs> and also, Logan Paul said he's down to jump off the top of Hell of Cell. So ask him if he knows about. Have you ever heard of Cobo Hall? <laughs> <laughs> like, if you're interested in jumping off stuff. They have an interesting rooftop up there. <laughs> You're like, hey, Logan, have you ever mm-hmm. seen like, here's Mankind versus Undertaker? Here's this tape. Can we see Halloween Havoc 95? Go, go look at that. See what you think. No, you, you, got, you got Peacock. You, you right, got right. You got that Peacock account. Go in there and look at that. <laughs> go, just go look at that match. Go, make sure versus, was it Hope? Was it Hope? Was it Hope? Well, yeah, well, Terry Bollea, yeah. 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 <laughs> No, I want him to do. And this is sound so, I want him to do that one Jeff Hardy spot, which wasn't a spot. He just passed out where he gets hit in the head with a belt and he just falls off the topic. Lyric over here wants him to do the new Jack. Hit his head on the side of the paper. <laughs> oh, 
Concussed Logan Paul. <laughs> didn't, he, didn't New Jack get like damage off of that, like brain damage? Probably did. No, no, hey, tell, tell Logan Paul to watch the Danbury fall. <laughs> see, see if that interests him. So I believe... Um, Don, I know what you, Don, you know what I'm talking about. No, somebody need to hit Logan Paul with that Spike Dudley. <laughs> See, put, put him in suspenders and have someone throw him off. <laughs> so I think Enzo is going over to... Um, I, don't, I don't know if it's New Japan, but... He's, oh he's going to the dojo, Jesus. He's going over to Japan to... Um, to wrestle somewhere, <laughs> which was funny. Um, I went in the stretcher, which was funny, you know. But then I was, um, maybe somebody had mentioned, um, somebody mentioned that. I think somebody had mentioned that. No, it was, um, I think it was, um, Google that said today's, um, rest, young wrestlers are, um, SOFT soft. <laughs> yeah. said, oh, <laughs> that's a callback to <laughs> that time, and um. He did mention that, didn't he? I for, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Okay, so he's um going to be making his New Japan debut at All Star Junior Fest USA 2023, <laughs> which is <laughs> good for him. <laughs> yeah, he he's doing that. Um, so the so the main talk of the wrestling. Wrestling week was CM Punk is doing CM Punk things. <laughs> yeah, go ahead and fill us in because I've heard I've only heard a portion of this. I haven't heard any about so, it. So the whole so the whole thing was um, they was in Greensboro over the weekend for, for collision, and uh, Punk kind of promo at the end um, talk about Hangman. Saying I see why you call him Hangman because. All his toys are still on the pegs at the um at the at the at the um stores that he he doesn't move any merch apparently. So it's, true. it's true. Every time I go to Target and Walmart, I go to look at the AW toys and there's Hangman. <laughs> so he was basically pointing that out, and so um he said nobody's interested in doing cowboy stuff. So <laughs> right. <laughs> so that's when you know. I, so it was it was it wasn't on the show, it was like the off air promo. Cause you know, I think somebody hit somebody had a sign of the thing and said this is hangman country and home saw that and saw red. I wish they would quit recording those because those are those are not for consumption. It's not it's just like, for like after the show, you know, a little talk. It's not, but you know, people people record yeah. and they post the social media, so it's gonna generate clicks and things like that. So it was a whole bunch, and it was whole other things about certain people getting sent home. So apparently they said Hangman got sent home, but his whole promo, the promo that we saw on Dynamite the Night, where he was talking about you know, the ambulance and everything, he, um, they say he cut that away from um, the Greensboro policy, and he was like, oh, he was he he was booked, but then they sent him back home and whatnot. Um, they said that Matt Hardy was sent home as well. Uh, Christopher Daniels was sent home, and Christopher Daniels is actually the um, who was the Jim Ross role with WWE? Yes, that guy. And um, Ryan Neiman, who is what you say, um, Sam, um, Baby Ziggler. Oh, Ziggler Jr. Yeah. Ziggler Jr. Yeah. <laughs> so 
he um so basically apparently when when punk had made his um and punk had returned and had his first um promo back in the AEW collision after being injured and he said the whole he Ryan Neva um, tweeted the literally the softest man in the world and Pump received it as a shot at him, and he he deleted it. And, and Ryan Neal deleted it and tried to explain, but you know, you know, Punk is petty and everything. Punk so. said, "Get out my locker room." <laughs> yeah, and so apparently he was Neal was booking books for um, collision, but then they they told him he wasn't what we needed, and they sent them back home. Dang! Oh, see him. Like we ain't got no time for no riffraff on my show, right? Um, and then also he it was a beef going on with Hank Curry. <laughs> Between who? He had an issue with um, Punk had an issue with Jack Curry, um, Jungle Boy. Oh, Jungle Boy. So apparently he did one of these real glass in one of those segments that he was going against um, um, Hook and Punk had said you know told him not to use real glass, but. It caused some kind of friction. Back to- yeah, because probably called him an idiot and said, what do you want to use real glass for, you dummy? And so that was the other, um, the other side of that. CM Punk seems like he's very, like, um, he doesn't mince his words, and he's very like, hey, we, we got a problem? Do we have a problem here? Me taking it outside, and so I don't feel like when he's coming up to these dudes and they're doing this stupid shit that he's like coddling them first and going, "Well, you know, what about doing it this way?" I think he's probably telling them to their face. I mean, he's from Chicago, <laughs> and <they're Right>. idiots. <laughs> and then it's telling them like, "No, you shouldn't do that." So he said, so "He said Perry was there to film a segment and wanted to use real glass." And Punk apparently thought he wanted to, wanted that so that he wouldn't have to come to work the next week, which he sees as a big problem in the company. Um, and also claimed that um, he was throwing a temper tantrum about it. Um, so he said, um, so for according to Fightful, it said, um, Fightful said that um, Punk is painted as the leader of the collision locker room. And has the final word or whatever happens at weekly tables. Ooh. But we knew that already. <laughs> that must have been part of his uh, settlement with Tony Khan. He was like, he was like, right. yeah, I get to be the man backstage, kind of like your EVPs. I get to be the man backstage on um, a collision. And so next year, um, also it includes material for Ring of Honor and occasionally um, a dynamite. And they said Punk took the entire reasonable stance that Jungle Boy. Don't use real car window glass in a pre-tape spot. Um, just show them the Goldberg uh, tape and just be like, okay, that's, that could be you. Like, this is what you don't want to do. So <laughs> Who's the other one? Oh, oh, Matanza. Matanza breaking the glass and hit you on the ground. So they said Punk was apparently asked to deliver this message to Perry after he didn't accept it for the producers, the writer of the team, or uh, Tony Schiavone. And they said Tony Schiavone, in, in addition to his announcing these carries the title of Singing producer and special advisor to talent and works on the talent relations scene. I told you somebody wearing a lot of hats. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's why he got the big bucks and the new Range Rover. Right. 
and said Punk allegedly believed Perry wanted his grill glass in order to get out of having a birthday five on week. And he was taking a stance of not only for his show, but looking out for the company's best interests. Um, oh, so it says, so according to Brian Alvarez, Jungle Boy had a vacation plan. He went through a pre-taped angle with a car to write him off a of TV that week. Punk told him no. He felt it was too dangerous to do a broken glass spot and they could care about, they cared about the safety. Jungle Boy was upset about that. And this story was very different from Jack wanting to do a dangerous spot as a way of avoid for the work. And it also mentions that um, he isn't um, a part of like Jungle Boy is a part of the um, elite, but he came up in the Southern California independent scenes that was connected to the Young Bucks. So. Yeah, but that was later, though. That, that wasn't anywhere near the time that the Bucks did. And also, they were saying that um, the real versus safety class argument may be one of the things that led to the AEW band move list, but they said this was already in place prior to that. And it said something that might not happen to big stars, but also means it can lead to more resentments as they help avoid others. So, I mean, this is more of a Tony problem. I mean, you could say punk is a problem, but this is a Tony problem of him not taking a leadership role in his own company. <laughs> like he's letting everybody else run his company for him. Listen, he was like, I think Pope was like, you want me to come back? <laughs> this is what you got this world. I need to do. He was like, I want what they got. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, he was like, oh, they even he says I want to be the point man on for collision. And Tony probably like sitting there like <sighs> And, you know, he probably, and Tony probably had his hands tied, like, fine, you got it, bro. I mean, after the whole brawl out thing, my stance on it was always like, well, I mean, they fought, so what else is there to be mad about? <laughs> like, I'm one of those people that's not put off by grown adults fighting. I'm like, y'all had a fight, so <laughs> it's not that big a deal. So we get these memes and jokes off, please. <laughs> Like just, it, might be, it might be in London. It might be might point at London Brawl and if they do end up fighting again. Even though they said they've been kind of cordial, you know, avoiding each other and not having a beef, but and it's like Pope has been trying to, you know, sit down and have talks with like Hangman, but Hangman hasn't hasn't reached the region, hasn't been responding back to him and everything. So Yeah, that's the thing. Hangman was the catalyst for all this. He started <laughs> All of it. All of it. Going to go into business for yourself, hey. Because <laughs> that's the thing, people keep missing that I'm like, y'all, Hangman was the one that lit the match. Nobody asked him to go out there and say all that. <laughs> listen, mm-hmm. listen, he, he, he said, everybody, he's like, everybody had a problem with Punk took it too far. <laughs> he said, oh, he said, that, that, that took it too far. Everybody got a problem with, problem with me, you know, sticking up for myself. <laughs> That was funny though. Punk was like, anybody got an issue, meet me in my locker room. And what happened? Hey, we gonna Super break it. <laughs> somebody, somebody, a dog, somebody got bit. Um, dog got hurt. You know, somebody got hit with a a, 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 a chair bottle. It was just crazy. And I was did you see, did you see the video that Kenny Omega did? I forgot for what video game, 
it was either for a street fighter or something else and you could see the bark bite mark on his arm <laughs> wow like Kenny was like nah, I, I got I got bit for real and I was like is that a person bite or did the dog bite you he said no I got bit by He's like, I, I got I got bit for real yeah, yeah, that's what I was. That's what I was referencing. <laughs> I got bit for real. Somebody said a steel bit. <laughs> oh, right. Um, so I get, my, like out of anybody, I could totally believe a steel would bite somebody. <laughs> he was like, "Damn it, I'm hungry, and <laughs> your arms look kind of tasty." <laughs> and then Kenny came out. He was like, "I was just trying to get the dog out the room." Yeah. <laughs> Um, so Mike Rotunda says that Ray um, may re- uh, return shortly. They say he had a health issue that kind of just had him on, that really had him on the men, so that's really why he wasn't on TV. Um, he, he was inhaling all that smoke from the promos. That's what, was it. That's what happened. Sir. <laughs> Sir. Um, Don, um, main event. What we got? Ricochet versus Tommaso Ciampa. Natalia okay. versus Tegan Knox. Who? Natalia. Natalia versus, oh, versus Tegan Knox. Well, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That that was yeah. I'll, I'll check that. <laughs> and um, for level up, hold on, back to it. For level up, we have um. Oro Mensa versus Eichmann, Eichmann Jiro, um, Hank Walker, and Tank Ledger versus um, Tyson Dupont and Tyreek Uway, and Kiana James versus Kaya Saint, and Scripps versus Dante Chen. Oh, uh, we're here for Kiana James. That's about it. You want to see your boy um, Oro Mensa? Yeah, I, I forgot. I forgot. Y'all, yeah, that's like he's like four out of four with the metaphor with the two ladies being one and two, and no, mm-hmm. no more talking. That looks great. Mm-hmm. Dang, no Amdar. Hey, so we, like I said, we, we finally figured out why he kept the black, keeps the black ladies around. <laughs> yeah, it was like a mystery for a long time, and then we finally. He finally, went on, we, he finally went on his Instagram. Then, right, oh, he found, okay. his, his fiance got his fiance got or his girlfriend got released. But ah, makes sense. Mm-hmm. He's like, he's like, honey, sorry, I would join you, but I got something going on over here. <laughs> he's out. Can you take rolling in? So you know. he's, like, he's like, give me a few months, and then, then I got your back. But I'll be over here. Well, Mo, that's everything for your Mo Melt segment. Yeah, we definitely had a, had a time with that one. <laughs> just, a, just a very, very quick question. Like, yeah, okay. five minutes. Away. Okay, sorry. Yeah, okay. If Tessa Blanchard had behaved, could you see her in the real spot now? Sure, of course. In the she, she had the in, in the real spot. She had the look. She had the skill. She had the size. She had the size. Oh, she definitely. Yeah, she she had the physique. Everything. She had everything going for her. Just needed to just never speak, and, and never go on. Uh, never it go on. You gotta have you gotta have the mic skills too to go with it. 
She could talk on no no no. What I'm saying is she could she never had to speak like on Twitter or social media or, oh, I got or you, say yeah. some racist shit at her mouth. Well man, hey, and then and then you know that'd be another problem that Samantha Irvin had to deal with. <laughs> Bad enough kind of chances up on Monday Night Raw, but she not really get no TV time, so Yeah, when uh when uh Piper hit her, Samantha probably like tell her, like, yeah, you smack her like right, that. Yeah, they're here again for me. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> He's like, I wish that was me. Like, hit it again for me. You know, <laughs> she, she, she's living vicariously through Piper Niven. She probably, she probably watched that on repeat. Like, You're right? <laughs> why, why are you watching the segment again? Oh, I really, I really like the segment. She, she got to, the, yeah, she got to the on repeat like the Supreme. Right, she, she got, she got queued up to win. Um, Her face went back and to the left. <laughs> Shout out some thank yous because we're running out of time. So, Lyric, we'll let you go first. Oh, yeah. Shout out to the guys here for having me on. Shout out to my guys at Lognet and team at Black Girl Nerds. All right. Well, thank you for joining us. Thank you for spending time and acting out with us. It's been a lot of fun. Mr. Mo to the underscore research. Shout out to thank yous. Shout out to Lyric for joining us once again, cutting up. Always good to have somebody cutting up with us. Makes for quality. Well, we always have quality shows, but it makes gives it a little bit more edge. Um, shout out to Dawn and Sam. Um, shout out to Jay Simi Terry's boy and Walt Starwin, um, our Spaces crew, Marvel, um, Black Howland, Howland Ring. Um, Black Marvel was definitely talking trash with this preseason. I'm like, sir, it's only like the first couple of weeks. Give them calm down. Season eight is thirty eight. He's already talking trash. Right. Yeah, you know, it started already. I'm like, dude, we didn't even have our draft yet. So relax. Um, shout out to Jula Jula. Um, Queen Malmendi, Madam Lizette, Miss Ash, Miss V, everybody's down with us. Thanks for um, rolling with the squad. Mr. Samuel Columbia. Uh, shout out to the Lyric, our guest. Thank you for coming on with us and putting up with our odd behavior. Uh, shout out to you guys, Don and Mo. Shout out to Quan Essential R. You guys keep forgetting my boy Quan. Uh, well, I don't talk to, to him like that. <laughs> huh? Dang. I said, "Call we talk to us like that," but I mean, he's still be around, though. Well, I mean, he's he's busy. Come on, he has <laughs> he has yeah, certain obligations. Right. <laughs> he has obligations. He I, got to be talking. He says he, he, he says he be sending me stuff through Instagram and everything. So he's still, oh yeah, he's he's he sends me wrestling wrestling reels and stuff. Right, wrestling reels or stuff that deal with like women, like you do, Sam. But let's go. Yeah, yeah you just you just completely ignore me. I'm just sitting there shaking your head like. Mm-mm-mm. We got two minutes. We, we, All right. So anyway, yeah. So that's about it. Uh, see you guys next week. 
thank you to everybody for listening thank you to everybody here on the show uh miss lyric mr moto the underscore reese and sam mccullough don't forget to check out the patreon page patreon.com forward slash cspn media um thank you for listening to the show uh use the hashtag rawcast each and every monday night to share your commentary with color with us so for sam mo and our special guest miss lyric i'm your host don delorente and this has been the rawcast please stay tuned for the parting promo tonight finn balor is gonna handle cody rhodes as he should seeing as he's one of the most dominant superstars of all time To be honest, he should be out here telling you that himself, but he's not here. Now, don't get it twisted. The Judgment Day isn't going anywhere. We're not breaking up from Bell and I. We're smarter than that. But he should be here. Priest, this is not the time or the place ah, for this. I'm over it. We don't need to pretend like they don't know what's up. Clearly, there's something wrong in the Judgment Day. And it's Finn Balor. We're supposed to be a crew, right? Don, back me up here, dog. Somos the familia, no? Right? We're here. Where's Finn back? I see you have a mic in hand, so clearly you have something to say, but dog, I'd be very careful with what comes out your mouth. Guys, I don't mean to interrupt, and I certainly don't want to disrespect the most dominant faction, not only on Monday Night Raw, but in the entire WWE, the Judgment Day. May I? I've actually come out here tonight because I have a message for you guys from Finn. Finn told me to tell you, don't worry about my friendship with Finn. Worry instead about the real targets. Cody Rhodes and Sami Zayn. Now, I took out Sami Zayn last week, but through some miracle, they've medically cleared him. You guys need to focus on Cody Rhodes. JD! We do, not, we do not take orders from anyone. Especially people that aren't a part of the Judgment Day. No disrespect. JD.